When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and I'm great in an emergency. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so... Don't leave too soon, I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough, gonna go a year till you've had enough, it's 365. On this day in 1968, AT&T established the very first 911 line in the United States in a town called Haleyville, Alabama. But the story really begins a couple of years earlier, when President Lyndon Johnson established something called the Commission on Law Enforcement and Administration of Justice. The 1960s were, to put it lightly, a turbulent decade, marked by protests around the civil rights movement, the Vietnam War, and high-profile political assassinations. And Johnson wanted to get tough on crime. You've seen the movies. And in 1967, the commission delivered a list of more than 200 recommendations for how to achieve a safer and more just society, with the establishment of a national emergency number among them. The thought behind the national emergency number was simple and kind of brilliant. Crime could happen anywhere at any time, and everyone, rich or poor, man or woman, black or white, should have access to a free and centralized system where they could ask for help at a moment's notice. The thinking went. The idea for a national emergency number was pretty obvious in retrospect, and it wasn't even exactly new at the time. A three-digit emergency number had already been in use in the United Kingdom for years, and the Canadian city of Winnipeg had become the first North American city to start using an emergency number way back in 1959. Originally, Winnipeg had used the number 999, but switched over to 911 once the number was proposed by the U.S. because, you know, they were influencers. By 1968, AT&T, which monopolized nearly all of the telephone connections in the U.S. at the time, was ready to roll out the official national emergency hotline. So how do they decide on 911 as a number? At the time, most of the people were still using rotary phones, meaning the less distance your fingers had to travel in order to dial, the faster help could be sent your way. Plus, they needed a number that was easy to remember and hadn't been used as an area code yet. 911 was short, sweet, and available. But while AT&T was busy making all of the big decisions, Bob Gallagher, the president of the Alabama Telephone Company, was sitting at his desk shaking his head. Bob couldn't understand why independent carriers had been left out of the planning process, and he told his boss that he had a plan to beat AT&T at their own game. The Alabama Telephone Company got to work, and quickly, like in less than a week's time, established the nation's very first emergency line in Haleyville, Alabama, where employees had already been dispatched for a separate project. On February 16, 1968, a bright red phone that had been set up inside City Hall rang for the first time in a ceremonial call between Alabama Representative Tom Beeville and Alabama State House Speaker Rankin Fight. 
The first emergency call in American history had just been placed in Haleyville, a fact that still brings a sense of pride to the town's residents, as it should. The next time you're passing through, look for a sign on the side of the highway that reads, Haleyville, where 911 began. I mean, honestly, I can think of worse things to be famous for. Even with the emergency system up and running in Haleyville, it still took a lot of years for the system to be rolled out across the rest of the country. Not totally surprising, given how long it's taken to get anything done around here. Although the new system was, for the most part, working great wherever it was already up and running, there were still large sections of America that didn't have any access to it. By 1989, for example, there were at least 28 Chicago suburbs that still had no infrastructure in place for residents to make 911 calls. Yikes. Eventually, the rise of cell phones began to pose new problems. For starters, the original 911 system had been designed to communicate with landlines, and mobile devices didn't always have great connectivity. Landlines also automatically transmitted certain data to 911 dispatchers, including a caller's name and location, but cell phones didn't send the same data automatically. Today, the general public can access 911 services through virtually any communications device. Every year, 240 million calls go through the service. While the system still isn't perfect, we still aren't allowed to call 911 when we need a snack or have a splinter, for example, it's a solid indicator of a functioning society that's designed, at least in spirit, to help all of its people whenever they need it. But if you're in Europe, don't call 911. They have a number of their own. 112. Today, in 2011, Lady Gaga's inclusivity-focused single, Born This Way, made history by becoming the 1,000th song to hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100. You have to remember that in 2011, the song was only Gaga's third hit single, and it initially received criticism for what were at the time considered controversial themes of sexuality and gender identity. But the song eventually exploded in popularity as a gay anthem, and in 2017, Lady Gaga made history once again when during her performance of the song at the Super Bowl, she became the first person to ever say the word transgender live during the telecast. Way to go, Gaga. And now for today's final segment, I'm going to look in my photo archives to see what I was up to on a February 16th in my life. On February 16th, 2018, it looks like I was watching the Pyeongchang 2018 Olympics, um, the ice skating specifically. And it feels so weird that the Olympics are not happening this year. Actually, I'm not really sure what's going on, but I think, who was I watching? Pretty sure I was watching um, the skater Nathan Chen. To be honest with you, I had a little bit of a crush on Nathan when I was watching the Olympics that year. <laughs> oh my god. But uh, yeah, I was watching the Olympics. Figure skating is my favorite sport to watch in the Winter Olympics. Maybe luge or skeleton is a close second. Um, I really love the Olympics. I love watching them. Uh, and I'm excited for when we get to watch them again. Thank you for listening and see you tomorrow. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and you can follow at 365 Days MXM Tune on your preferred social media platforms. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.